Backcourt Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Full Court Press. I'm RJ Salveson. Here on 106.9 FM, Eric France will be joining me here in just a few minutes. Happy Wednesday, right? Middle of the week. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Middle of the week, Wednesday for all everybody. November 3rd. Past the election day stuff. That's kind of nice. I'm not a big politics guy, so uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, happy to vote. Happy to have my right to vote. But uh, got to get through all that. Uh, okay, so a little bit of pulling the veil back just a bit. Uh, Eric had to go do interviews at Utah State. I had to run off to another duty for Utah State, and so we were not here for the 5 o'clock hour, which means we pre-recorded the 5 o'clock hour. We're sorry. We really are sorry that we didn't say anything. That's, that's my bad. We apologize. So we got a slew of text uh, um, that came in, and uh, I, I want to get through these. It's part of our Gil Mortgage text line, which right now we are live on the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321. Again, 435 435- Three three nine zero three two one. We are live here on the Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan. Uh, some of the texts that came in yesterday, we're talking about the Patriots, obviously. Uh, 2603, typical Pats fan. 6789, also not thrilled about my complaints, saying I'd be okay with never again hearing an object complain about the most successful 20-year stretch in any sports team history. Thanks. All right, fair enough. I, I get it. Uh, let's see, 9315, can Zach lose the starting job after the great play from the backup? Nah, I don't know, dude. It's a second-round pick, or I mean a second pick in the draft. Uh, don't know if he'll lose his starting job. Maybe. I. Who knows? Like, with Robert Saleh and that whole entire staff, I, I you, you don't know. Uh, 1570 texted in last night talking about the Utah Jazz, who, by the way, got a nice win over the Sacramento Kings. Some major numbers put up from their big three. Uh, see, 1570 said, take Rudy off the Jazz and see how valuable he is. Donovan really hasn't played that well. I believe over these first games, Rudy has been more valuable. And last night, he was very valuable. 7994, text in. Uh, Eric, you are wrong. The disadvantages for a National League. Uh, we were talking about the DH position. And, and 7994 says, the disadvantages for the National League because they usually don't have a quality designated hitter on their roster. No one expects the pitcher to be able to hit. And you know what's crazy? I'm trying to think of the great pitchers who have been able to hit. Like, Madison Bumgarner was one of those. Uh, Zach Greinke's a good hitter. I'm trying to think of other great pitchers who were able to hit the ball. Uh, da, 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 da. I, yeah, like, Madison comes to mind. Kerry Wood was an okay hitter. Greg Maddox was not that great. Oh, my gosh, your mic is loud, dude. We can hear you. There we go. That's better. Let's just turn that, like, halfway down. Let's turn it all the way down, actually. Uh, let's see here. On? Shh, quiet, dude. I'm trying to talk. I'm public speaking. Don't public interrupt me. I can't uh, even hear anything. Yeah, that's... Because I had to turn my headphones on. That would help. Uh, nine, nine, Sorry, nine. like everybody in the hallway was like, hey, I got to ask you this quick question. Okay? Uh, ask me as I'm walking. You weren't really making a hustle for the studio, Eric. Did I you see me walking backwards saw, down the hallway? I saw you walking backwards the other way, like backwards going that way. You're like, oh, yeah, let me just leave Audrey there. Hold on. Let me come over to you. 
Uh, see. And I had somebody else show up who's from our market up in Idaho Falls, so I gotta say hi to him. He was asking important questions I needed to answer. Oh, oh, Vice President of Radio Operations of the Cash Valley Media Group had important questions to answer. From our market manager up in Idaho Falls. Breaking news, everybody. VP of Radio Operations. Got stuff to do. <laughs> nine nine. For the record, AJ is the only one in our whole operation <laughs> who who likes to throw that title around. Uh, let's see here. Nine 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 five says Brady played fine. Penalties were bad, which is probably true in that regard. Five three three eight. Registration is now open for my summer jump shooting clinic. Signed Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Dude, I think the announcing was just as funny as the shot. Oh, 0933, wow. the Broncos are still paying $9 million of the $9.7 million Miller is due this year, so the Rams basically get a good player for nothing. The question is, is can Von Miller stay healthy? That's the question. If he can stay healthy, that's a great pickup for the Rams for a second and third round pick. Oh, huge. Yeah, huge. 6436. Uh, here you go, Ajay. The Braves win the World Series, and you are going to Hawaii for the USU Bowl game. Or maybe Boise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Ajay. You can now take a bath tonight without plugging in an electric toaster of an into the. I probably shouldn't have said that. I apologize. But I'm glad that my Braves won. I'm very happy that the Braves won. I'm. I actually was like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm sitting there, standing up, like, as soon as the ground ball's hit, and I'm like, what do I, what are you doing? I played the, I clicked on the link that was sent to us in the text. Oh, what is it? Oh, hold on. Let me click on it, too. Some Tom Petty. Oh, it is? dream. 6436. Thank you. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Running down a dream. You know, this was... I Big this, night for the Braves. This could have been an up-and-coming artist that just... Oh, it's too bad. If only people would have heard about him sooner, before his untimely death. Oh, be quiet, Eric. You thought he would be a good Super Bowl fit until you found out he passed away. He would be a great Super Bowl fit. <laughs> 9315. How many times has Ajay been in the building but late for the show? A lot. Mm. Oh, yes. Yep. And I'm really busy meeting with people, taking photos with people. <laughs> That's usually the reason. <laughs> That's usually the reason. Oh, shoot. Hey, uh, you're on, Jay. Can I get my picture with you? Shut up, Eric. Stop it, dude. You're making me feel uncomfortable. Eric, how are you doing today? Though? Again, it's a roast AJ day. It is. This is a day everybody has been waiting for to just absolutely go ballistic on yours truly. That would be me. So I want to know what what little kid did you go raid his uh, his, his trick or treating uh-huh. hall and to uh, pay up for your uh, loss of pick six? Okay. Wow. Uh, a no. You find some kid's bag of no. candy. No. Rifle through it. Oh yeah. Here we go. I owe Eric. You are so ungrateful, man. Those are peanut and M&M's and Snicker bars. That's the last of my candy. It's gone. Snicker bars? No, I said... Sn- Stop it. That's such a dad joke. That is so <laughs> that's, disgusting That's what I you. should give you, are you next time I lose pick six. Are you serious? A bunch of Snicker bars. <laughs> hey, those could sell for a high price right now. You can make some big money off of that. So don't you dare go dissing on my candy bars. Hey, so what did you do to celebrate last night? Okay, so honestly, dude, I didn't know what to do. Like, 
I thought I thought I was gonna lose my mind and jump up and down. I just stood there in shock. I I we were on the show yesterday and I had said Max Fried's gonna get blasted. I had said the Braves were gonna lose. You convinced me of that. You manipulated my mind to think that and say that. So <laughs> I, I said it. I didn't yes, you did. Anybody. Yes, you did. And Max Fried went out there and had himself a whale of a game. Six innings, four hits, no runs, no walks, six strikeouts. He threw 74 pitches. 50 of those were strikes. Eric, they only used three pitchers. Freed, Matzik for two, and Will Smith. They didn't even use the rest of their night shift crew. Yeah, Freed was out of his mind. Oh, my like, gosh. He gave way more than most people thought he could give. The 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 time he was on the mound, just full control, um, continue to give one solid inning after another. Uh, give the Atlanta Braves all the credit they deserve because they deserve a lot. They went up against this great high-powered offense, a team with some big bats that just keep coming at you. In the end, it was the pitching. In their games that they won, they – it's mostly because they dominated on the mound. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, 9315, Aja, I think, is great at sports. Analysis about Jazz going to Vegas only on a day that don't end in Y. <laughs> Look, they're still going to Vegas. Uh, and, and not to mention, uh, the MVP of the World Series put on an absolute show uh, in the, what, third inning, I believe, and he probably set a record for a ball that still hasn't landed yet. There they go, pitch on the way. He attacks and smokes one to deep left. This one's going supersonic. That is out of the ballpark. Whoa! Over the train tracks, it's 3 nothing Atlanta. 446 feet is what it was clocked at, but who the fetch knows after it left the stadium. This pitch, uh, this at bat was phenomenal. Okay, and, and it starts here. After a ball that was low and away, it was a cutter. He then throws another cutter that's just a bit higher than that and strikes the, uh, I mean, just the edge of the box for a strike. He didn't go back there the rest of the way. He went uh, went a four-seam that was upstairs. He went a cutter that was low. Actually, should have been a strike two, by the way. And then he took a slider strike three that was, or it's not strike three, strike two, that was in the zone, low. And then a forcing that was lowing in. And then uh, the cutter that was like right in his wheelhouse inside where he could just get a bat around quick enough to hit it. And, boy, he got every bit of it, too. That was impressive. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yes. Good. Good. That's why we pay the big bucks, Eric. <laughs> Dansby then added on to it. Dynamite drop in there, Johnny. <laughs> Dansby then added on to it. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Dansby, a rope to deep left field. That one's rising. Kiss it goodbye. A two-run bomb by Dansby. And then, of course, the World Series wouldn't have been capped appropriately unless the face of the franchise did his damage as well. 1-1 pitch. This is struck well to deep center field. Sprinting back as Siri spins around. That one is gone. And right on cue, Freddie Freeman with his fifth home run this postseason. And the Braves now lead it seven to nothing. Final score seven nothing. In fact, uh, 
what and again we talked about the the impressive pitching performance from Max Fried. I thought their bullpen or both me bullpen came in and did the job as well. They were phenomenal. Uh, and here is uh, the Braves radio network with the final call. Oh, two on the way. Chopper out to Dansby. Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is. The Atlanta Braves are world champions. 7-0 your final score. Final series goes four games to two to Atlanta. Just an absolute <laughs> absolute demolition of the Houston Astros in, in most of this series. Eric, again, we talked about it already, but I'll say it again. Uh, pitching was uh, Starting pitching was okay. The bullpen pitching was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, look, this was... They what they were able to do. They got the first uh, split the series in Houston. Got game one. It's appropriate that they. Sorry. Shut <laughs> it's up. Appropriate that they finish it off in in Houston as well. Um, it, it, times where it looked like maybe they could, they might be a little bit out of it. Kind of uh, got back into into sorts. Uh, did enough on the mound despite the the injuries that they've had despite players being out that should have been key players to help them in the postseason who they weren't able to rely on. Uh, great, great run by the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I love hearing those final calls for a, a team that hasn't won it in a while. And uh, they just the, the excitement and the electricity of, of a franchise winning a national championship, which has been elusive for quite some time. 5452 text in, he says... You ignored my tweet from last night, but AJ, I don't think you should celebrate the Braves winning after all your Debbie Downer negative talk on the full court press yesterday. Not one good thing was said about your Braves. <laughs> they were going to lose and lose big. That's because of Eric. Eric totally manipulated my mind because I was confident coming into the show, and then Eric manipulated my mind so badly <laughs> that I was like, oh, we're going to get killed. We don't have a shot. That's your fault, Eric. That's not mine. It's funny you think I have that kind of power over you. Well, you're the VP, Eric. <laughs> right. 9315, what went wrong? The college football team rink or the college football rankings. We'll get into that yeah. actually later in, in in the show, so hold tight there. Um, but, yeah, Eric, like let's let's start from the beginning with the Braves team. That was picked to be a contender in the, in the NL. Things went to crap pretty quickly. Ozuna's out with domestic dispute. Ronald Acuna Jr. is out for the season. Teams at 500. Uh, and you're thinking, are we even going to make the play? Are we going to even see, like, third place at this point? Uh, and then things kind of finally start to click for the uh, the Braves. Um, uh, Ozzy Albies gets hot. Freddie Freeman turns it on. Am I the only one who thinks that Albies is a doppelganger for Donovan Mitchell? No, don't you remember Donovan Mitchell last year tweeting out to people telling him to stop comparing Albies? <laughs> like, because people were tweeting out photos that looked of Albies and Mitchell and putting Mitchell's face on Albies, <laughs> and he finally same. told people to stop because he was sick brothers. of the notifications. That's yeah, funny. Um, so, uh, and a team that was an 88-win team. Then plays the Brewers in a five-game set, beats them, turns around to pay the. They don't get to play the Giants, by the way. Congratulations to Buster Posey, who's announcing his retirement. Um, but the Dodgers instead, they get them, and are able to find a, a way to of the NLCS from a year ago. Find a way to take care of business there. Then they get the a hot-hitting Astros team and 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 really shut their bats down for the most part in a, in a well-played series. Uh, but man. Feels good just to get that off our back. I'm so I was sick of hanging on to that 1999 and 1996 loss to the Yankees. It's just oh, 
They the the Braves were the the, the team with the fewest wins to win their division and be an automatic into the playoffs. In fact, they were the, the team with the lowest win total period, weren't yeah. they? In, yeah, in the playoffs, yes. In the, in the playoffs period. In all the playoffs, NL or AL combined. Yeah, that's nuts. Dude, and they still finished it off. That's Isn't crazy. that impressive? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and by the way. No regular season champions, Their right? best pitcher, Charlie Morton, broke his leg in game one. So then they were just like trying to feed through the through the farm of pitchers and bullpen that they had, get through two games. And now, and it was crazy, like, to listen to Brian Snicker yesterday be like, hey, we're in good shape. We're okay. We're, I mean, we did what we wanted to. We split a bullpen back-to-back games. And I was like, are you serious, dude? You're thrilled about that? We're screwed. We don't need bullpen left. Max Reed goes six innings. Matzik goes two. And then your best closer, who, by the way, unreal, had not allowed a run all postseason long. He had a 0.00 ERA the whole entire postseason. He's the first pitcher to do that with pitching uh, six-plus innings of baseball in the postseason and have a 0.00 ERA. That is awesome. Will Smith was gold <laughs> for the uh, for the Braves. Uh, a couple more uh, texts that have come through. Um, this is from 2305. Aggie football, what is the combined win-loss record of the teams that Utah State has defeated and what is a combined win-loss record of the teams that they lost to? Oh, that's a good man. Well, that's good. We'll do some. We'll math do some on homework that. on that. Yeah. That's a that's a good point. We'll bring that up. Nine three one five. How much bandwagon fans were in the radio station today, Eric? Just AJ or who? Okay. As far as I know, no. just AJ. No, I've been a Braves fan since I was a little kid. I've been a Braves fan since I was a little kid, so I'm not a bandwagon. Though Blake Anderson yesterday. I don't know if he was listening to our show or not, but he's like, hey, who's we? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, do you play for Atlanta? Do you coach with Atlanta? Like, because you said we. No, coach. Coach. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Okay, I'm part of Braves Nation. You're part of the, the fans whole, uh, are part of the team. Are you from yes. Atlanta? No, I'm from India. What are you doing as a Braves? Oh, you know what, coach? Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, but we. no, I I really haven't heard anyone walking around acting very excited over what happened last night, other than AJ. That's because there's no Braves fans in the house except for me. Yeah. Yeah. Eric is like, oh, I hate the Braves, but I want the Astros to win. But they're cheaters. But I still want the Astros to beat the Braves. I can't stand the tomahawk chop. Never have. You're you're a fan of cheaters who play baseball. No, I'm not. You cheered for the Astros last night. I thought the Astros would win. I wasn't cheering for them. Makes me sick. Well, I'm glad we glad we ended your hope. <laughs> and, and by the way, so I don't know who I'm more happy for. Freddie Freeman, who's been in the franchise since 07, played through some really bad years of baseball for the Braves and hung in there with these guys. Or Brian Snicker, who's been in the organization for 45 years. Long time. And, I mean, he's coached a, few, uh, a couple times in the majors, was sent back to the minors, Hung around there, finally makes it back up, and then wins a world championship. Uh, my guy, Teddy Wash, who had the third base coach, who had the heartbreaking World Series loss to the St. Louis Cardinals, finally gets his ring. Uh, Matzik, who, I mean, you want to talk about a journeyman. He wasn't playing baseball like two years ago, I think, and finds himself back as uh, one of the clutch relief pitchers in this rotation. 
I mean, there's so many people that just finally got a chance to get the monkey off their back, and oh, I'm so excited. So how much does that solidify the team for next year with, uh, as you talked about, some of the free agents coming up? Well, I, I, hope, we can kept, I hope we can keep Freddie Freeman. Uh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Uh, man, he's a moron. <laughs> Why is he a moron? Okay, so Freddie Freeman hits a solo shot in the seventh. Excited as he rounds third. Shows some emotion. And what's Joe Buck's call? And what might have been his last game as a Brave? Shut the fetch up, man. Why would you say that? Shut up. He's a free agent. No, it you don't say that during game. that. The, the broadcast isn't about you, Joe. Don't be a storyteller of something that hasn't happened yet. If you want to say, yeah, look, man, look at Freeman. Show some emotion as he looks towards his dugout at third base. Then do that. Don't say what might have been his last game as a free. Like, how pathetic could you look? What an egotistical idiot. Man, he makes me mad. <laughs> 9315. Next year, RJ will be a fan of the Cubs. No, I, I will never be a fan of the Cubs, ever. <laughs> In fact, when they won the World Series, he didn't see me wearing a hat. He didn't see me wearing their jerseys or their gear. Uh, 2417. Excuse me, I've been a Braves fan since I was five years hey, old. Hey, there we go. I'm 49 now. Became an even bigger fan when Glenn Hubbard and Wendell Murphy started playing. Oh, sweet. Well, good for you. Congratulations from one brave fan to another. It was cool. It was awesome to see them win it, man. I am I was so sick and tired of the Astros, the Dodgers, and just that conversation over. And by the way, when you look on ESPN the next morning, there's nothing about it on the front page. It's all about the college football rankings. It's all about Aaron Rodgers. Nothing about the World Series champs. If it was the Dodgers, they would have had everything. They would have had the whole entire page plastered. It's because it's about ratings, eyeballs. Who cares? Okay, what but you're still ESPN.com. It's your job to post about sports, and you don't want to post about the Braves? You want to, oh, hey, look at the college football playoff rankings because our guys, the Georgia Bulldogs and Alabama, SEC's in there. Got to talk about it. I mean, when the Cubs won it, it was plastered for a week. I didn't even look at ESPN.com. I stopped looking. It was historic. Oh, my God. And so is this. So is this. Yeah. By the way, I did it again, Eric. I jinxed it. Real Jinxy is back in the house. I said it. I said they'd get blasted and they won. I'd say Max Free would get killed and he was great. You also said Braves and Six and that's what they did. I did. So how does how do you explain that? I was just flat out right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Five eight seven nine. What went wrong Wednesday? What happened to posting the podcast? To, oh, yeah. So that's my fault. Um. <clears throat> so what? what? <laughs> yeah, I haven't posted in like three days. I'm surprised you haven't noticed. Oh. Hi, Jay. No, don't. Okay. So, well, yeah. Yesterday was my fault, sort of. Today, well, actually, no. Yesterday wasn't entirely my fault. Take that back. My computer has been updating for two days, dude. I guess I, like, somehow installed Windows 11. And then I forgot to push another button. And so then I had to reinstall today. Uh, so, gosh. 5879, I am so sorry. I will get everything caught up tonight. I promise you. I promise you I'll get everything caught up tonight. I got a lot of work. Uh, let's see here. 2417. However... 
Although I have Ajay's back with the Braves, if he spoke the Jazz going to Vegas into existence, I will never have his back again. It's not going to happen. It is. Three years. Ryan Smith is about the Mueller. And the Mueller. And he's making Mueller. Is going to come from Vegas. He's making Mueller. Sure, but he's going to make a lot more going to Vegas. They have zero basketball history. NBA basketball That's, history. You're right. But I think they would and welcome a Vegas You have team a there. mountain of basketball history in Salt Lake City. They had a mountain of basketball history in Seattle, and you saw how that went. Yeah, but there was a bad arena deal. There's not a bad arena deal in Salt Lake. There's not a weird uh, relationship with the local city council and the mayor. Those don't exist. It's not going to happen. They're hosting the, the All-Star game next year. They're not going to host the All-Star that's game. That's wonderful. Turn around that's wonderful. I'm just saying that. I mean, I said in three years. The NBA would year. never let that happen. You don't. You don't. They would rather, the NBA would, they would let rather a team go to the Vegas a new market than shut a current one down. A Las Vegas market. They would rather open a new market than shut one down. Mm. That already has a large fan base. Uh, Very five, loyal fan base. Five eight seven uh, uh, five eight seven nine. No worries, guys. Love the show. Just have to listen via podcast outside the broadcast hours. Well, thank you for keeping us honest. Eric, we got to teach you how to upload podcasts, buddy. Yes, okay? actually, that's true. Yes, we do. Uh, let's see here. 9315. Is AJ too famous to update the thing? Okay. <laughs> okay. He was too busy getting Okay. The Calm down. In, <sighs> in his Brave outfit. Heavens gracious. Do you have, uh, how much Braves gear do you have? Do you have a jersey? I do. Of whom? Uh, Andrew Jones. I didn't bring it in because I knew you would probably vandalize How come it. it isn't on the wall or anything? Anymore? I didn't bring it in. There's a ton of stuff that I haven't brought in, dude. I mean, you brought your jazz stuff in. Because do we cover the I got the Cubs j- stuff hanging up. Do we cover the jazz? Yeah. Do okay. we cover the Cubs? You do. When they're good. Uh Oh, we got the Hingles posters I mean, up. Why do we have Kobe Bryant on the wall? Why do we have he died. Muhammad Ali on the wall? Because he died. Why do we have Michael Jordan on the wall? Because he's the greatest ever. Okay. You do, you don't want the greatest ever on the wall? I'm just oh, well, I'm just wondering. Well, are we the second greatest ever? Selective, you know, kind of pick and choose. What are you talking about? Okay, well, you know what? Why don't you bring your high school jersey in and we'll just we'll put it up there. Is that going to make <laughs> you feel better? Muhammad uh, Ali, greatest boxer ever. Kobe Bryant, second greatest player ever, and he died. Uh, Michael Jordan's the greatest player ever. LeBron James, high school jersey. That's sick. Heath Ledger, greatest Joker ever. What's the big deal? Because, <laughs> of course, the Joker makes total sense in here. <laughs> I love that poster. It's so cool. Every time we bring clients in here to record, that's the first thing they look at. Like, oh, <laughs> who's that? Oh, man. Oh, that's so startled. good. startled. We have to calm them down. Okay, so everybody, you know what time? Okay, so in the 5 o'clock hour, it is a roast hour. You get the chance to roast me for a pick six. Yeah, that's your gift, remember? is They get to roast me for a whole hour. So, send them in. Give me your worst. Make me cry. Uh, We are going to do a roast hour. We also have opposition research. New Mexico State, not a lot to look at there. No, but I did do a post-practice interview with Logan Bonner and mm-hmm. a Johnny Carter uh, yesterday. Uh, had fun talking to them. How was Bonner, by the way? Good. Look, both of them, it was the end of practice. 
when when regular practice ends, these position coaches have their different positions running drills. And so by the time I get to these guys, sometimes they're pretty gassed and they just want to get out of there. <laughs> Logan Bonner was literally the last guy off the field. Oh. Um, and so they were working them. And, uh, again, it's all this conditioning that they're doing so that they have fuel in the tank late in the games, as we've seen, that pays big dividends. But Eric, where are those interviews at? Uh, they should be in the uh, Utah State football folder for uh, New Mexico State. Okay, I'll keep looking. But nice. uh, anyway, had a good time talking to them. Oh, there they are. Cool. Yeah. Guess what I had to do? Screw all the way down. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get issue to a, in this building. Looking forward to that. We're going to talk some college football playoff rankings. They came out. Uh, if you're an AAC commissioner, you are very angry. You woke up with if a lot of. If you're any group of five commissioner or, or uh, no conference commissioner, yeah. Mal- no, Craig Thompson's thrilled right now. Why? You got two teams in. Yes, no, two teams in the rankings. But it sends a signal. It sends a signal to that all of you are underlings. You are never going to have this chance as it's currently constituted. Okay, well, but here's my here's as much as you thought you had a a, a path here. Yeah. Let's make it very clear: you don't, Eric. Here's the problem: they are they haven't done enough. They haven't done enough. What else? The teams they do? in front of them have done more, and will you, do they more. Went to Indi- they went to Notre Dame and their place and beat them. You're right. They a did. Top 10 team. You're right. They did. Better resume some, than some of the other teams that are on there. In front of them? Yes. No. No. Unfortunately, it's not. Because I was with you at first. I was angry. And then I said, let's go do some research. And it. Sorry. All right. Well, let's, let's take a time out and let's get into that. Yeah. We'll get to your text as well. Don't forget, it's a roast hour. Uh, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, so I need your best roast coming up of me, yours truly. Uh, it's all coming up here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Sunday on Compass Media Networks. It's a cross-conference showdown from Dallas as the Red Hot Cowboys host the Denver Broncos. Hi, this is Jeff Biggs. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action. Can Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys make it seven wins in a row, or will the Broncos step up on the road? It's the Cowboys and the Broncos. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday morning, beginning at 1030 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit, in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I got to tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. 
West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9590. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752-9493. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 106.9 and on our mobile app as well, 434 your time, 9315 text in. Why do we have to wait till the second hour to roast Ajay? Well, uh, because that's what I've said, and I'm in charge of the roast day. I'm hosting it. This will be airing on Comedy Central. Okay, no, it won't, but it should. No. It should only be here. It's an exclusive. It's an exclusive special. roast. You have to pay to. <laughs> uh, 9315. They're blowing out teams. RJ, what, what more is need? And they bet, or they beat a top 10 team by 11. 9315 is talking about the Ray, uh, the college football playoff rankings. 2947 text in. RJ, uh, you have good takes, and your controversial ones just help the ratings. Don't listen to the haters. You know what? I appreciate your awesome support, 2947. That's very kind of you. But today, I'm going to do it. I'm going. I am ready to get hurt again, kids. You're ready to be vulnerable. I'm You're ready putting to be yourself vulnerable. out there. Uh, let's see. 4781. We have to wait to roast Ajay because he is busy collecting enough tissues beforehand. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. 9315. Uh, and what about Wake Forest? They got host. Okay. So let's do this. Let's jump to the college football playoff rankings. We're going to give them to you right now if you missed them last night somehow. Or I'll just recap it and refresh them for you in your mind. The college football playoff rankings for the first set of rankings, I should say, looks like this. We'll just give you the first 10. Georgia, Bama, Michigan State, and Oregon are your top four. One to four, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon. Five through nine goes like this. Two, Two of those teams in the top four have a loss. Yep. Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, and Oklahoma are 5-8. through eight. Again, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma, and then 9 is Wake Forest, 10 is Notre Dame. 
BYU fall, falling to itself at 15, and two Mount West Conference teams also make their appearance. Fresno State's at 23, San Diego State at 24, 72 and 71, I'm not really respectively sure. on the year. Uh, sorry, I, I don't really see how Wake Forest is getting hosed here. They're 10th in the AP, and they're 9th in the coaches. So they were 9th in the college football playoff rankings. I don't really see how they're getting hosed. Well, maybe because they're in a Power 5, they don't have a loss yet. Oklahoma doesn't have a loss yet. Michigan does, though. Michigan has a loss, and they find themselves yeah, at 7. Yeah. But I I think what, and we're going to hear from uh, after last night, uh, is it Gary Barta? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Uh, who is the one in charge of the college football playoff committee. Uh, we're going to hear his thoughts here in just a moment. But the problem I have, Eric, is that year to year, the ghoul post move on who and what is the criteria to rank a team in the top four, top five. That's, I think, where people are bothered at at this point. And I, to an extent, I get it. I honestly, I do understand. Uh, in fact, uh, Mr. Gary Barda does talk about Cincinnati. Eric, the ranked sixth, which is two spots below the playoff uh, line in the college football first week set of rankings. So, Gary, what's your explanation? I would say the committee has great respect uh, for Cincinnati. Uh, the win at Notre Dame, Notre Dame clearly at Notre Dame is a, a, a really impressive win. Uh, when you look at their, their schedule after that or who they played after that, uh, who else did they beat? And so that was the other question. All right, so who else did they beat? Let's go through the schedule. They beat Miami, Ohio. Uh, they beat Indiana, but Indiana is not that good of a football team. 38-24 is your final score there. A power five program. Yeah, but that's like, beat, that, 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 that's like Utah State beating Vanderbilt. <laughs> or Washington State. They're not it's, that good. It's Power 5 program. They did get that marquee win over Indiana at inside of South Bend under Hail Mary uh, with a uh, 24-13 win. They beat Temple, UCF, and Navy, and Tulane as well. Navy, I, I don't know how good Navy is. UCF, UCF's kind of struggling. Temple's not great, and Tulane obviously is having issues. But UCF's going to go to a bowl game. Notre Dame's a good football team. Okay. But then but then here's is that other teams in the top four have beaten good football teams. It's not just Cincinnati. Gary Barter, more UCF on- has is five and three. Um who else did they play? Navy, who's two and six. Okay. Temple is three and five. Tulane is one and seven. Yes. Which then goes to okay. Gary Barter's point of they haven't played great teams. You know, the committee has been watching games all year and, and uh, most recently in, in the last two weeks. Uh, a 2-6 and six Navy team and then a 1-7 and seven Tulane team with a, a freshman quarterback starting. So, uh, very impressive win against Notre Dame. A lot of respect. Uh, but looking at the whole picture, we feel 6 was the right place for Cincinnati. So, they got to go out and just destroy people. Like... Mid to upper 50s to 14 or less. Yeah, because here's the funny part. Is it college game day going to Cincinnati this week as they play Tulsa? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine the irony in all this? How good is that? So the question then becomes... Tulsa in, is 3-5 and five on the year. So then as you bring that up, Eric, and I, and I love the question that my, uh, Reese Davis asked. We're going to get to your text here in just a bit. Keep bringing them up here in the Gil Mortgage text line. We're going to get to those in just a moment. But you brought up a great point about... So, like, where – is there a ceiling, right, is what how Reese Davis phrases it towards Gary Barta. 
is have they touched the ceiling then that they're eight and zero and they're still in sixth place? Is that the ceiling for Cincinnati and Gary? Give him credit. He says the right things. We don't talk about a ceiling at all. Uh, again, we look at what's happened so far. We don't project ahead. I think uh, most, uh, most everybody knows that. We look at what's happened so far, and uh, Cincinnati earned their way to the number six spot with that big win, uh, being undefeated, and, and with that big win at Notre Dame. But uh, we haven't talked at all about a ceiling, so I, I really am not, uh, I'm not ready to say there's a ceiling. Do you think inside they're like, hey, guys, there's a ceiling. Like, they're six. They ain't getting any further above. Five is the ceiling. They won't let them get any higher than five. Well, I mean, but again, Eric, there's still four weeks left of the season, so who knows? Who's – okay, so again, uh, let's see here. Yeah. Two, nine, four, seven. Is Michigan above Michigan State? No, Michigan State's at four. Yeah, Michigan State is is higher. Where is uh, – Several positions. Michigan State's number three. Michigan's number seven. Yeah, so there's still four spots ahead. And then I actually like I like what you said. That that's a lot. That's a huge gap right there between three and seven when it comes to college football playoff. Yes. Uh, four, seven, eight, one. Uh, Cincinnati would probably beat Oregon. Oregon and Bama don't belong in the top four. They both lost to crappy teams. Oregon did lose to Stanford. Bama lost to Texas A&M. But yet Texas A&M is ranked Eric fourteenth. Oregon beat Ohio State, who at the time was ranked third in the country. At Oregon, at Ohio State, by the way, yes. inside the horseshoe, and yes. really the score says they beat them by seven. The domination of place they beat them by twenty-one points. Fresno State at the time they were not ranked, but now they are. So, Oregon bothers me some. I mean, their their record and the, the teams that they've played and their collective records aren't that much different than what Cincinnati's done. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 8420, text into the Gil Mortgage text line. It's difficult to roast a guy who is right 95% of the time. You rock, Ajay. Thank you. Appreciate that. He also says Michigan's only loss was at East Lansing. Hello? Yeah, see, and that's the thing is, Eric... Michigan lost to a team that is now third. And really, that game was really good. That was a close loss. So, Michigan probably should be ahead of Cincinnati. Oklahoma, I don't know what their uh, schedule looks like. I know they just throttled Texas Tech. But Oklahoma beat Texas, who at the time was 21. They had to come back to beat them, though. Uh, Oklahoma victories over Tulane, only by five. Uh, some lower division team. They beat Nebraska, uh, which was within a score. West Virginia, which was within a field goal. Kansas State, which was within one score. Texas, which was within one score. Texas was ranked 21st at the time. Uh, They beat TCU by over 20 points, who just fired their coach. (laughs) Uh, Kansas by 12, and they just ran over Texas Tech. By 31. Okay, but then you look at the rest of Oklahoma's schedule. They got number 12 Baylor inside of Waco, Texas, and then they're at number 11 Oklahoma State. If finish you, it off. Yeah. If they win out, they're going to jump Cincinnati, and they should, Eric. Yeah, I they would should. agree, and I would not put up a fight for that. If Michigan wins out, they beat Ohio State, they should jump Cincinnati. If Wake Forest wins out, they should jump Cincinnati. If Notre Dame wins out, they should jump Cincinnati. It's 
and so as much as you might be upset that they're sixth, they weren't going to last there anyways. They were going to get bumped down, not because the committee has a conspiracy theory of hate against Cincinnati. It's simply because the schedules that Michigan, Oklahoma, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, they play are much tougher than Cincinnati the rest of the way. What Cincinnati has to hope for is that SMU continues to play well and that they get ranked so that when they face them on November 20th, they're a ranked opponent. And if they can get by them, that certainly goes well on their record. And then, um, I guess, Houston continue to play well and potentially get ranked and face them in a conference title game. So there's some... There are some opportunities for Cincinnati to get a few more quality wins on their schedule, but they're not like some of these other teams mm. who already have known good top 25 programs on their schedule. But that's out of Cincinnati's control with the conference that they're in. Yep. So what they have to do is they have to get style points. It's not enough to just win. They have to get style points. Do you they have think, to show dominance. Do you think they do that with College Game Day in their house this Saturday? Like I do. Tulsa, they, they run up the score a little bit. They're going to have a big bit. eye on them. Because um, with the College Football Playoff Committee, it's not computers. It, there's a lot of people in a room. Yes, they're looking at statistical data, and they're examining some things. But at the end, it's people who vote on this. So Cincinnati has to show and play on the emotions to the to the people that are making these decisions. We're a dominant football team that belongs. You can't just squeak by past Tulane with a freshman quarterback who's only won one game. You have to totally blow them out. You can't sneak by Navy, who's only lost two games. You have to totally blow them out. So they haven't really helped themselves these last uh, few weeks. So the last four, Tulsa, USF, SMU, and ECU – has to be total domination and hope that SMU continues to play well and finds themselves in the rankings too. 4781 text into the line. You got to stop talking about where people were ranked when these teams beat them because Baylor should be in the running for beating a top 10 BYU team. <laughs> hey, how did I mean, that's BYU. A good point. By the way, can I ask, and, and, and I do it because I'm kind of angry, how come BYU is in the top 15? How did that work out? Why? Uh, well, they've like, their two losses, Boise State, which yeah, that was em- embarrassing. But Baylor has proven to be a really good team. They've won a bunch of games against the Pac-12. Okay, but Eric, no, 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 hold on. Power Five program. Great. They have a they have a record as solid as anybody else. Okay, oh, Eric, but who have they paid? Like Washington State, Utah. I mean, I, I, Arizona State is, is is disastrous right now. Like, where? True, that's a good case of where do we? Early, but what do they look like again, now? So, what are we? Yeah, like, what are we doing with these goalposts, man? We're just moving them left and right. Like, oh wait, hold on, it's you guys. Let's just make sure it's like angled this way, so you you know it looks good. It just bothers. Me. I don't think BYU is a top fifteen college football playoff team in any sense of the way. Eight four two zero. Would you rather play at Cincinnati? Or the big house. Michigan is a stronger team than Cincinnati by a mile. I like Luke Fickle as a coach. I just don't think his team could handle Michigan. Really? They went and handled Notre Dame in their place. Okay. Why are we selling them so short? Why are we giving so much credit to Cincinnati for beating, like... Look what they've done. Are we going (laughs) to... So we're going to look at all the ring teams... 
that have lost to another team and say, wait, hold on, that team that beat them, they could beat, boy, they could beat anybody. They could play with anybody in the country. That's that's how we're doing this? They went to a stadium that had 100,000 people and beat Notre Dame, who was a top-10 team, currently is still a top-10 team. Hey, Flies against some of the other stuff we talked about earlier. Boise State could go out there and beat Oregon, and they could probably they could beat Michigan State. They beat BYU. They could beat Michigan State. Is that is that how we, is that how you play that game? No, that's not how you play that. That's game. That's what we're just doing. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I two one nine seven. Notre Dame is overrated. They should have lost to freaking Toledo, which actually isn't fault. Brian Kelly got lucky with that one. Yes, but I, again, you, you we're mentioned moving the goalposts. I agree, but but uh, but you you mentioned it earlier, and I don't want to uh, leave it out and make sure we continue to to, to drive it home. Fresno State and San Diego State making the college football playoff poll, which significant because Fresno State ranked 25 in the AP, but no Mountain West team is in the coaches' poll. And then we got two in the college football playoff poll. So, again, it just tells you how screwy it is how these polls work because all three of them have some key – uh, teams that are vastly different in how they're evaluated and the success that they've had. Can I ask you, if you're the AAC commissioner, which one upsets you more, Eric? That Cincinnati is at sixth, or that you only got one team and that was Cincinnati into the college football playoff poll, while Mount West Conference got two? Well, yeah, Houston's twentieth in the in the AP, and they don't even show. They don't even show up, man. One. Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we're going to wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press. That went by fast. Uh, we got our, we got our opponent research Wednesday. It's our, it's our roast hour with me. Uh, we got to talk Jazz Kings. Jazz, I mean, I'm telling the Kings give those Jazz an issue all the time. But Big 3 had a big game uh, last night, which was phenomenal to watch. Great guard play. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get to that and much, much more here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 The Fan. Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals only $109. And right now with every season ski rental receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Fobbling is snow oil change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Colonel. Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? 
Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Not sure what to give for a holiday gift? How about a gift card to Beehive Pub and Grill? Receive a free gelato with a $25 gift card purchase or a free burger or sandwich of your choice with a $50 gift card purchase. Your friends will love you even more when they receive their Beehive gift card. Corporate promotions are also available. Open 11 to 9 weekdays and 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub and Grill is perfect for the holidays. Used tires, only $25. Express Auto and Tire is selling every size, every name brand, and every snow tire for only $25. Looking for something a bit newer? Express Auto and Tire can save you hundreds on new name brand tires. Expect the same name brands, only hundreds less. $25 used tires or new tires saving you hundreds. Stop at Express Auto and Tire for every option on every tire. Visit Express Auto at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Daryl with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals and happy Thanksgiving. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan. Are you looking for the best prices? Go to Napa Auto Parts to get your car taken care of. You can find things such as a heavy-duty Napa, uh, Napa 15W40 engine oil at $12.49 a gallon. LED garage tri-light bowl for $20. Bucks. Shut up, Eric. I haven't said a word. You can, find great. The, you can find this kind of great stuff <laughs> at any of your five locally owned Preston and Providence Napa Auto Port store. Go there and they'll take care of you. Full court press here. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I just got thrown off here. Um, we're going to talk some jazz basketball. Uh, 2197, by the way. Florida State, speaking of Notre Dame. Mm. Good yeah, point. Close one. 9315. Uh, does it move the needle if they have more teams that can make the playoffs, like six or eight teams for G5 that are undefeated? Probably. It helps. Doesn't it makes a big him. difference. Yeah. doesn't guarantee them, though. N- no. I mean, it it provides more opportunity for the power conferences to send multiple teams. 
from their conference, but it does provide a better path for our G5 school to get there. Because outside of Cincinnati, I mean, what's the next highest rated team? Um, that's a non-Power 5. BYU at 15. And then after that, it's Fresno State at 23. Not, not a lot of love there for G5 schools. None at all. 4781. It's not hard to roast Ajay, the guy that doesn't even know who sings Freebird. Who sings Freebird again? Help me, Eric. Is it that Free Falling song? <laughs> no. No. Who is Freebird again? Help me. Why? You know, I'm asking to be educated in the, in, in the music industry, and you won't even help me do that. It's crap like this, Eric. All right. Uh, I'm play, playing music with Tom Petty right now. I don't even know that. Okay, fine. Um, so are we just going to keep going then? Apparently, because uh, we didn't get kicked off the air okay. a minute ago. Okay. Yeah, true. Uh, we're just going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, 9315. Or the guy that doesn't know his Kenny's. <laughs> hey, I learned them. I just disagree with the song title, Danger Zone. Uh, okay, All right, Utah Kings. Jazz, nice win last night over the Kings, one nineteen to one thirteen. But look, these two teams, they're these are not easy wins for the Jazz. Uh, this Kings team is scrappy, they're aggressive, they don't back down. Uh, I, I loved that um, uh, Hassan Whiteside went up against his old team, had himself a night, twelve boards, a steal, a block, nine points. Great to see that kind of a contribution coming off the bench. Uh, Jordan Clarkson definitely in a funk. The guy has not shot the ball well for, what, the last three games? Yeah. 0 for 11 from three last night. Jeez, please. He's going to keep shooting, though. Just And Quinn's telling him to keep keep shooting. He'll get there. How is it? Like, Donovan Mitchell looks like he's injured bad. Like, he took a charge, walked off the court, didn't even stop. Just, like, walked straight to the locker room. So everyone's like, ah, fetch. Here we go. Comes back on, has a great third quarter, and then Mike Conley, Mr. Hamstring himself with the walker and everything, puts on a show as well. Rudy Gobert continues to have great games this season. He's been so good. StatMuse just uh, shared this little tidbit. Rudy Gobert has the most career points per field goal attempt when attempting 1,000-plus shots. So... Every 1.75 attempts, he's getting a bucket. He's getting a point. So it's better than anybody else in the NBA. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And and the way he's changing the game, too, is just so amazing. Like, that's what's so phenomenal is the way he's changing the basketball game. How he's approaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, uh, we're going to reset and we're going to recollect. Coming up is our comedy roast hour with me, yours truly, getting roasted for my pick six loss, unfortunately, to Eric. We're also going to have our opponent research Wednesday. We're going to dig into who New Mexico State exactly is because we don't know who they are. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and some interviews with Logan Bonner and a Johnny Carter here on 1390, 106.9 FM, The Fan, KLGN. <laughs> it's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, 
If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. And just like that, we're back. <laughs> Full Court Press, that's Eric France and Amalje Salvas, and we're so happy to be joining you guys for your drive home. 5.01, your start time for hour number two on a Wednesday, November 3rd. Uh, a lot to get to. We're going to go through our opponent research. And, Eric, it is time to take my punishment like a man. Like a man. I'm a man. I'm 35. <laughs> uh, so here is the Delio Cheerio right now. And for the next... I, I think 50 minutes. I don't. It might be longer than that. I'm not sure exactly how this is going to go. Uh, we are going to have a roast hour starring me, Mr. Ajay Salveson, for all of you guys to just roast away. And you are welcome. Uh, before we do that, a couple of texts that have uh, come through on our Guild Mortgage text line at 435-339-0321. Haters. In parentheses, Ajay, will say that the Jazz suck. Jazz will finally make the finals this year based off how the whole league is playing. Jazz look a lot better than anyone in the West. It is still early, but... Yes, they do look very good. They look solid. Very well-rounded. And uh, 5253 Ajay gives you your answer. (laughs) I want to hear you try to pronounce the name. Wait, wait, you said 5253, right? Yes, 5253. I want to see if you even know who it is and if you can pronounce the name. Oh, yeah, okay. It's uh, Lynette Skynard. (laughs) What? How did I I not know that was going to go that way? Leonard Skinner. Skynard. What? Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner? Yes. That's not how you spell Skinner. So either 5253 spelled it wrong or you just pronounced it wrong. And I and I don't think five two five three is a bad speller. <laughs> Leonard okay. Skinner, yes, sings Freebird. Okay, six eight nine one. What's the point of a roast? You will just complain and whine about it tomorrow anyway. <laughs> I will not complain. This is a roast. This is part of my pick six punishment. I think that is a roast right I, there. Oh, he's roasting you. Oh, that that's a good roast. Four four seven four says Audrey gets butt jealous of his mouth. Because of all the crap that comes out of it, <laughs> he will be just fine after today's roast because he will go home and take a relaxing bubble bath in his kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I love it. Sink. Uh, 4781, does AJ even know how to spell his name? <laughs> I actually put AJ on everything now because people are like, uh, oh, hey, oh, hey, are you oh, here? Hey. <laughs> like, says, oh, hey. not- Everybody, man. Oh, Everybody's hey. like, oh, hey. Is I hey here? And I just sit there and I wait for the cellular. Why don't you just say juice? I should. I should. I should just put juice. Well, no, I can't. Because in the right. Why wait, not? Because some guy nicknamed Juice killed his beautiful wife and uh, her best friend. I can't do juice. That was 25 years ago. Yeah, but guess what? Do you know what? There's a lot of things that were appropriate 25 years ago that aren't appropriate to say now. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. True. Okay, I love it so far. Give it to me. Uh, roast hour. You get to roast me for a whole entire hour until this show concludes, which 
I hope it concludes because I don't know if it will at some point. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to roast me. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Let's hear it. Four seven eight one. Ajay, has your hairline receded yet? I don't think it has. I don't think so. Doesn't look like it. You're not losing hair on top. You're gaining it in other places, like coming out of your forehead. Out of your ears. Okay, no, that story that I told yesterday is true, Eric. <laughs> I do have a blonde hair coming out of my forehead. I do have a blonde hair. <laughs> Four seven eight one. It sounds like it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in between these roasts, uh, as those are coming in on our Guild Mortgage text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. News affecting former Aggie Jordan Love. Oh, this this huge news what? broke earlier this morning that um, that it looked like he is going to be the starting quarterback this week for the uh, the Green Bay Packers. Um, and uh, look, there, where is that game? Is it at the Chiefs or is it in Green Bay? No, I think it's at Kansas. I didn't even look. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know. Looking up now because if it's at. If it's at Kansas City, that's a tough way to start your first. It is. Oh man! Uh, from what I heard, the Chiefs opened as a like a one point favorite, and the Lions are already at seven and a half. No way! This is from the news today. Okay, so here's Matt Lafleur on the confidence he has in Jordan Love. Uh, it's just who he is as a as a competitor, as a man, um, as a football player, and I think. I think our guys will do a great job of assisting him, rallying around him. And, you know, I expect us to go out there and, and play a great game. Dude, he has no confidence in Jordan Love. <laughs> well, the question is, who does he have around him? He talks about our guys around him have confidence in him. Well, who, who will be there? Because yeah. there's other guys that have been out for, for COVID protocols or, or injuries. Like, do, do we even know who's going to be available? I Dude, I don't. If Devontae Adams is healthy, he might have a chance. Okay. But if he's out, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, and, and and that's a great point you bring up, Eric. How do we, as a media, how should we judge Love on this start? He's had time to practice. He's got reps. He's been in preseason. If he has a bad performance, do we kill him for that? Do we go out and blast him for that? Or do we say, hey, look, it's his first start. There maybe it's a couple guys out. It's in Kansas City on the road. How do we handle his if he were to not have a great game? Because he's he's been there in Green Bay having full access to their training, their analytics, their personal coaching, their advanced, you know, opportunities to learn the the playbook. For a full year and a half, he hasn't had a lot of live reps in games. True, but it's time to see what Jordan Love really is all about at the NFL level. So, I'm really genuinely curious: Will he be able to go in there and hold his own? Will he be a total bust? Is he going to go out and outperform Patrick Mahomes? I don't know that he's either those latter two. I think he's. I think he's more likely to go in there and hold his own. Yeah. If given the three choices, I would put that as number one, have about a mile wide gap, and then number uh, 
two, looking like a flop, and then number three, outperforming Patrick Mahomes after that. So the Packers having more problems than just having a new starting quarterback being like their second-year guy. Uh, so not only did Aaron Rodgers test positive, but also their defensive back, Isaac, as well. Uh, the NFL is going to look into how they've handled their uh, COVID-19 protocols. Now, if Rodgers tests positive and is unvaccinated, he must quarantine for a minimum of 10 days and cannot return until November 13th at the earliest if he remains asymptomatic. Uh, now, according to ESPN.com, Rodgers had alternate treatment prior to the start of training camp and told ESPN that he had then been tissued the NFL for the, that treatment to allow him to be considered the same as someone who received one of the approved vaccinations. There was a lengthy back and forth with the league. The players' union was involved, um, and an infectious disease consultant approved by both parties heard Rodgers' case for an exemption in and ruled that he would not get the same consideration and would be considered unvaccinated. Now, sources have said that Rodgers following masking protocols while interacting with players and coaches inside the team headquarters at Lambeau Field. However, Rodgers does not wear a mask while in the media auditorium during his weekly and post-game news conferences, and the Packers have put other unvaccinated players on Zoom instead of in at in-person media sessions. There's there's COVID go around yeah, going around that locker room. Th this could be an issue. It's a problem. Bigger than just Rogers. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, according to the NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy, he said in a statement: failure to properly enforce the protocols that which has resulted in discipline being assessed against individual clubs in the past. So they may be in trouble here after they do some investigating of what's going on over there in Green Bay. But not good for the. Uh, not good for the. Uh, Green Bay Packers or even for Aaron Rodgers. No. Yeah, uh, but so now all of a sudden, you know, who who is vaccinated, who isn't, who made the choice to be vaccinated, who may have led the media uh, astray in their opinions. Like it's totally shifted the discussion about this is a team off to a great start. Mm -hmm. This is a team that's having a good year. And he had a phenomenal performance last Thursday without his top three main targets. And they beat us undefeated Cardinals team. Is that the game yeah, right? Yeah, right. Phenomenal. And and so this is a total distraction that's unnecessary. Instead, it should be about, hey, we're getting ready for our, our next game, big showdown with the with the Chiefs. Um, you know, great quarterback versus an up and coming quarterback and all that other stuff. Instead, we're talking about who's vaccinated, who isn't. You know, COVID's scary and we should be taking precautions or I don't want to talk about my teammates vaccination, whatever. So uh, other status. So it's just a huge distraction that really shouldn't, we shouldn't even be talking about it. So it's, it's unfortunate. All right, let's go ahead and get through uh, some text. 6891 agrees. It says media will blast him for sure. If Jordan Love plays a bad game against the Kansas city chiefs. And I would agree with that too. Actually four, seven, eight, one. My wife told me to stop roasting you because she hates when I pick in on little kids. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. 9315. Ajay, wipe down the studios today like the old get off my long guy. <laughs> uh, 0366. He does that all the time. I've always wanted to send the studio some cheese because he provides plenty of wine. Uh -huh. Ah, nice. Very well done. Uh, da -da -da -da. Let's see. It should uh, 6891. The roast should be the rest of the week. An hour is just isn't enough time. Mm -hmm. uh, 7994. You know the best thing about Ajay? Yeah, no one else does either. <laughs> nice. 
6211. Aj, you need to be roasted for your lack of knowledge when it comes to music. You thought that Ozzy Osbourne was from Australia because they called him Aussie. <laughs> Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Okay, where is he from like England or something? Uh, yes, he very much is from England. Really? I just guessed. That's awesome. Yes. I see, I know my music. <laughs> I'm smart. Mm. That's still uh, very debatable. Hey, Eric, let's go ahead and get right into it here. It's our opponent research Wednesday. New Mexico State uh, gets ready to host the Utah State Aggies. The bad Aggies versus the good Aggies, as you can look at it. It's a non-conference matchup. First thing first, here's where I stand on this whole, like, play New Mexico State when you're not trying to, uh, I mean, when you're trying to compete for Mount West Conference Championship, we shouldn't be playing this game right now. Not If you want to play in game one, two, three, that's fine. Not now. I don't like the way this matchup sets up. See, and I disagree. I mean, I don't. Well, partially. I mean, I don't. I don't love playing New Mexico State. Period. I don't. It doesn't really help you. Um, it doesn't hurt you necessarily either. Um, but this game does, though, is it provides an opportunity to get your starters rest, to get tape on your young guys, get some experience for those. Guys that just haven't been able to break through and um, it, that are waiting on the bench for their chance. And this is an opportunity for them to get a lot of playing experience, which is hard to replicate in practice. So uh, it helps you fine-tune some things, too. This is, like, this is a glorified spring scrimmage or fall scrimmage. Um uh, only that you know stats do count and you for your overall season. So th- this is a game that Utah State should, and I want to capitalize in all caps should have this game in hand by the end of the second quarter. And so you give Andrew Peasley a lot of time. Maybe even give Cooper Lega a lot of opportunity because we haven't seen him. So this is one of those games where you can use that that redshirt time that doesn't count against their season on some guys that just haven't had a chance to get much time on the field. So that you're not going to get that in the, the rest of the time. This is the first part of developing for next year. That's what a game like today, uh, this weekend helps Utah State. 0366, oh, sorry, 4781, definition of smart is not AJ. That's good. That's not bad. Uh, 0366, play New Mexico State is like rubbing butter on your butt. Doesn't hurt, but it doesn't help. <laughs> okay. I like it. All right. 6391. We'll call it the butter game. Uh, 6391, I don't want to overlook New Mexico State. We had all these thoughts about UNLV too, but I... Yeah, New Mexico State has not had the same level of competitiveness no. as UNLV did. Um, like they only scored three points against UTEP, ten against San Diego State. They did score twenty-five on New Mexico. Um, SC State, who is I don't even—that's a lower division team. I don't even know who that is. They beat that team forty-three to thirty-five. They almost lost. Uh, they've scored twenty-one against Hawaii, thirty-one against San Jose. Yeah. That game was within a touchdown. Uh, they scored. They put twenty-eight on Nevada. 34 on Hawaii. So, okay, give them some credit. Their offense is picking up a little bit of steam here. But they haven't necessarily gone up against good defensive teams lately either. Uh, really quickly, looking at the uh, some of the guys on the offensive side of the ball for New Mexico State, uh, Jonah Johnson is 166 of 297 for 
1,600 yards, eight touchdowns, seven picks. Uh, rushing game. The, Plenty's the, been sacked 19 times. Yeah, and they have this uh, Price running back, 83 carries, 451 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, and then the receiver, reading receiver, is Garcia with 30 catches, 473 yards, and four touchdowns. Compare that to Devin Tompkins, who has 63 catches, 1,099 yards, and six touchdowns. Whew. Crazy. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? I mean, they, they sh- Jonah Johnson does spread the ball around a little bit. Uh, he's got a couple different receivers that he'll target. Uh, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda, who's got 473 yards. Uh, Jared Wyatt has 421 um, you also get uh, Bodison and Warner involved a little bit in, in the passing game. They've each caught some touchdowns. Um, but uh, Castaneda is, is the most favorite target when it comes to being able to get into the end zone. Uh, averages 15.8 yards um, uh, per catch. So, um, But the, the, the thing about New Mexico State is not so much being worried about them defensively, I think Utah State will be able to move the ball on them. I would agree. It's can they uh, continue to do well stopping the run game and then also improve upon shutting down the, the passing game? Because Hawaii was able to pass the ball around um, on Utah State and get into the uh, into the secondary. But this New Mexico State team, they don't have the same level of talented wide receivers, if you even want to call them that, from uh, Hawaii. Uh, really quickly, let's go to a couple of uh, comments from Blake Anderson. We'll start with the offense since we've been talking about that in New Mexico State. Here's Coach Anderson on what he thinks of them. Uh, he just has always done a very good job of making you defend every skilled player. Uh, he is willing to run the ball, but but he, he's a get five guys out, empty sets, you know, post over swings. I mean, he, he just does a really good job schematically of utilizing his talent and making it where you have to defend the whole field. Uh, protectionally, at times, they they struggle, but uh, they make enough plays and slow you down in enough different ways that, um, that that I think he does a really good job with the talent level that he has, and you've got to be sound. You've got to be sound, and you've got to uh, rush the passer well and make the quarterback uncomfortable, or they'll, they'll light you up. He was talking about the offensive coordinator there and just kind of how he runs his offensive system. Like, it, it's like they're a 1-7 football team, but their numbers actually don't look that horrible. They're not like anything mind blowing, but it doesn't look like a one and seven football team. That's the weird part, Eric. Well, I mean, the their offensive performance over the last three games has certainly seen an uptick from where they were earlier in the year. So yeah, they can spread the ball around, and uh, they've got some skill position players that they're going to try to to get the ball out to, but. It's not anything better than what we've, what the Aggies have already seen. So, like, I think of guys like oh, they've seen so much. Johnny better. Carter and Shaq Bond, um, Zahadri Jackson, uh, and uh, uh, Reynolds, Hunter Reynolds. I think these guys are going to have opportunities for some takeaways or certainly some pass pass breakups, just to add to what they've been able to do already on the year. 6391 says the Aggies by 21. By the way, line right now sits at 17 and a half. So I would take the over happily in this one. Uh, 8003, roasting God, Jay. I will not participate in these shenanigans, even though I, uh, he is a Braves fan. Everyone has their flaws. Hey, 
My fault is being a world champion. <laughs> 5860. Did Ozzy lose his mind last night when Max's ankle got crushed and the runner missed the bag? Dude, so I was actually... I was worried because we had two men. I, I, was, I didn't care about Max Fried's ankle. I was worried that we had two men on base. That I didn't care. I was like, Max, suck it up. You got to throw better. You're costing us a championship. That's what I was thinking about. Just want to get that out there. Uh, all right, going back to Utah State football again. They play New Mexico State at 2 o'clock, so 1 o'clock pregame, right, with you guys? Yep. Is that correct? And is it going to be on both just on KVNU? Or is it- I think. Uh, I think it's just on KVNU this weekend because yeah, of some other college football here on the uh, yeah some other bro- uh, programming that's happening on the fan. Okay, yep. So just uh, check on KVNU. Eric, so, Al, Craig, Ryan. For one o'clock on Saturday. Two o'clock kickoff. The game gonna be tricky to find it to watch. It's on Flow TV, and so you have to get like an Apple TV or an Amazon Fire Stick. Order us one, Eric. Let's to get watch one in it here. Or a Roku. We've been begging for a TV in here. So we'll never get us anything. Still I want. trying to figure that out in here. <laughs> yeah, you'll get a TV for them, but you won't get one for us in here. It's bull crap. Absolute bull crap. Uh, and then, of course, on the New Mexico side of the or New Mexico State side of the defense, here's Coach Blake Anderson on what uh, he expects from their defensive coordinator, Frank uh, Spaziani. I believe is what his name is. Spaziani. Yeah, Spaziani. Go we'll with come. it. Go with it. Maybe if it wants to play. Long time. Yeah, long time. And, and, and done a good job. Uh, really, again, I think in a lot of situations, when you look at on paper, I think they've you know been big underdogs in, in some games and they've kept it close. Uh, he does a good job of playing on the other side of what Doug does offensively. That's not easy with them throwing the ball as much as they do. But uh, they are very tough-nosed, kind of blue-collar, uh, bring the pressure and try to create negative plays. That's that's really kind of always been their style. Not afraid to mix it up and play man coverage. We've uh, we struggled with them in the past out there at times when I think we had them outmanned, and it took us well into late into the game to kind of get the games under under control. And I think that's a lot of credit to how they coach and the environment they create. Yeah, this is a coaching staff that's very familiar with New Mexico State. They spent time together in the Sun Belt, had games against each other. Uh, so Blake Anderson is very familiar with New Mexico State and what they're all about. You talk about their defense, Chris Ojo, their uh, linebacker, 44 tackles, leads the team, five sacks. Um, he's got a, a one pass defended, so he tries to put pressure on opposing offenses. Uh, but also wanted to highlight uh, Caleb Mills, their defensive back. He's at 41 tackles with uh, two passes defended and two interceptions. Um and so they've, they've got a couple of guys who've been able to pick off some passes this year. Some have had some pretty big returns. DJ McCullough, uh, he's got uh, two interceptions. One went for 37 yards uh, in a return. So they've, they've got some guys back there that are not afraid to try to sell out and go, go after you um, and try to be disruptive in what you do in the passing game. Uh, I, I think talent-wise – what they had at Arkansas State was fine, but I think it's much better here, and I think they should be able to handle that issue. I agree with that. Right? I mean, it's just – I know I've said this before, but I just don't think this should be – and I'm with you. I don't think this should be a game at halftime. This should be over at halftime. Over. Done. Like, we go into the second half, run the ball down their throat, uh, use whatever backs you want, get some other kids some reps, and take care of this. And speaking of which – Coach talks about exactly what he wants to get out of this game. 
I, I just hope for us to get better and, and find a way to win. To be honest with you, respect the opponent. I, I don't think uh, there's any scenario we can even consider doing anything but but putting our best team on the field and playing ball. Uh, I, I feel like that every week. If it, if it were to get into a position uh, where we could uh, we could limit reps, we would. We did some of that in the second half this past week uh, when we were up 41 to 10. We got some guys on the field and got some guys off the field, but that's just not a luxury you get to have very often. Uh, we're going to have to score points. They they score points and they do it well. You know, we got to go win, and so that's that's really the goal. Uh, um, uh, it's a game, and, and we're not even really thinking of it as non-conference or conference. We're just trying to go play better ball and get better, and, and that's that's the approach we'll we'll go into it with. He'll keep his kids focused. That that's not an issue. If anyone thinks he's he's going to overlook New Mexico State, that's just. Blake's not that guy. No, and that wasn't the sense that I had when I spoke to a Johnny Carter and Logan Bonner last night. They, they, they're very much focused. They are very much aware of New Mexico State, and um, they, they're uh, Logan Bonner. He's played games against New Mexico State before too. He's very familiar with that team. He's familiar with that stadium, and they, they know it can be tricky sometimes. And he talked about creating juice. He didn't say verve, but he said talk about juice. Because it's a weird place to play. Sucking the truth. <laughs> oh, man. So many stories. All right. When we come back, you're going to hear from Logan Bonner, Johnny Carter. Have you heard anything from Justin McGriff yet? Did you play anything of that? No. You'll hear from Justin McGriff a little bit. Uh, and uh, To my knowledge, it hadn't been cut up. Oh, I didn't, well, I didn't cut it up. It was a big, long file, and I didn't okay. have time to play it. Okay. You didn't have time to play it. You just didn't manage your time well, Eric. Roasting Eric right now. Didn't manage your time well. Sounds like the Utah Jazz or the Colorado State Rams. You are the Steve Adazio of this place. <laughs> yeah, it was a good that one, your huh? Job? That one was a good one, huh? <laughs> All right, speaking of roasting, it is the comedy roast hour for Ajay. You get to roast me until this hour ends, whenever it ends. 435 339 0321. Do your worst. Send your best to roast me. Uh, 7994. Ajay would make a great pet. He is small. Furry and his bark would be so mispronounced it would be cute. <laughs> so mispronounced. <laughs> nine nine four eight. Come on, Ajay, I'm pulling for you. Please, just please get one right in the pick six. I got screwed by a few of our picks because those guys just flat out sucked. It's not my fault. I got hosed by them. But I was perfect. Oh, wow. So, Good for you. I mean, what is Good that? for freaking just you. Just got lucky. Lottie freaking dog. Again. That's happy for you. Everyone's thrilled for you, Eric. And again. It's a, it's, a, it's a comedy roast hour for me. And again. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic 530 motor oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 engine oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi-Track remote control crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and fancy key bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex Razors and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. 
We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. Winter is the perfect time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence help you with venom testing for next spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurance, including SelectMed. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880. That's 753-7880. Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals only $109. And right now with every season ski rental receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. Building, remodeling, Daryl's has the wall oven for you. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We have a great selection of single and double Whirlpool wall ovens in stock right now. Whirlpool wall ovens help you manage meal time for the whole family. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season, Essie Needham Jewelers is the place to shop for your diamond engagement ring. Essie Needham's has the largest selection of wedding rings in the area, including hundreds of styles in platinum, white gold, and yellow gold. We import diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium, which enables us to guarantee the best price on diamonds. We also offer the most complete warranty and services of any store in the state. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Here comes the... Here comes the... Y'all don't really want it like... Here comes the... Here comes the... Here comes the... Y'all don't really want Eric Franson, Ozzy Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It is a roast hour. This is where Ozzy gets to take his punishment for the pick six. Even though I gave Eric candy, he was ungrateful for it. I was, I was grateful for it. I just questioned where it came from and how you became in possession of it. What small child did you beat up? I didn't beat up anybody. That's been in my drawer for Still six his, months. Uh, Halloween candy. Oh, you're so ungrateful. That's unreal. You make me sick, Eric. All right. It is a comedy roast hour. So text in 435-339-0321 to text in your uh, best roast. All right. 6211, are you guys going to do your who said it bit? Oh. Actor, athlete, coach. You know I need what? to hear the kazoo music that precedes it. Just because you want to hear it, we're going to play it for you. Well, yeah, we'll get that going for you, my man. Yeah. All right. As you look that up, uh, 9948. AJ just picked the same as Eric. Maybe you guys can do a point system and I, like soccer. Okay, so I've done that. If you win, you get three points. If you tie, you get one. Then you might actually get the chance of getting some kind of a result. No, I've done that, and then Eric gets angry. 
He's like, no, you can't do that. You can't pick the same thing. That's illegal, OJ. Do something else. Be original. Seven nine nine four. Okay, could be. He a, is running out of roast bits. Could be a hit in the Wizard of Oz. He has no brain, no heart, and no courage. <laughs> okay, seven nine nine four has been suspended. <laughs> I eat crap. I hate you all. Hey, uh, six two one one. You ask, you shall receive. Because that's the kind of guy I am. Okay, I'm a good dude. Either you're a thief and you steal, or you're a vampire that pulls from the juice and the verb and the synergy of the group, or you add to it. I could just see Cody the intern, well, former intern, not any longer. Uh, I could just see him, like, playing the f- that recorder thing <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> then, the guys are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, 6211, you are so welcome. That was such a thank you for actually helping us remember to do that. 4781, Ajay. It's more like a Oompa Loompa from Willy Wonka. Okay. You know, that's not the first time I've been called that. Probably won't be the last. 9948. Ajay, maybe you could call Tom Petty for some help. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm heartbroken about that death, and I'm still trying to overcome it. I'm serious, dude. I thought the guy was a young up-and-coming artist. I had no idea. Just, just no recently clue. broke out onto the scene? Oh, shut up, Eric. You suggested he should be good for the Super Bowl. He would make a great Super Bowl so act. So go eat a moldy corn dog. 4474. Ajay's proof that gene pools should have lifeguards. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Eric. Don't laugh at me. Bully. Kill. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's That's go ahead and let's go ahead and hear from a couple of guys. Eric, you had a chance to visit with a Johnny Carter uh, and Logan Bonner. We'll start with the defensive side of the ball first. A Johnny Carter, who really has had a good last two weeks of football. Yeah, he really has. He's making plays defensively. He's knocked loose a couple of fumbles. He's recovered uh, some onside kicks. Did uh, he have an interception? Was he's it that had interception? an interception? Yeah, yeah, he's really come along these last couple of weeks. And uh, really a big force on the Utah State defense. Here is a Johnny Carter with Eric. Speaking with a Johnny Carter, and uh, you've had some great defensive performances as of late. Anything changed with you and preparation or how your role is or what's what's clicking right now for you? Uh, we're just all focused on getting 1% better. Uh, focus on ourselves and fixing the mistakes that we make. We're always trying to get better and uh, prepare for this next game like it's a big game. So. Respect all our opponents. We get better every day. And uh, our big thing is getting 1% better. Which is more satisfying for you, knocking out a ball, causing a fumble, or getting an interception? Interception. Always a turnover. <laughs> Fumbles and interceptions is, is what I'm going for. Now, the old joke is that uh, guys who play corner couldn't catch the ball. That's why they're not receivers. But you were former wide receiver, so you know the drill. Yeah, yeah, I know the drill. Uh, that's where my hands come from. A lot of I got a lot of ball skills, so. I appreciate the, uh, my wide receiver days. Uh, taught me a lot. Good ball skills, but uh, I'm loving the, the dark side, baby. So what's that? What do you see so far out of New Mexico State, kind of the early scouting of them, and what you guys are going to face on Saturday? 
Um, they're an aggressive team for all the throwing the ball. They love to throw the ball. Uh, so we're gonna be in a lot of a lot of pass, a lot of pass defenses. Uh, they're aggressive. Uh, they they willing to do what it takes to win. So I mean, we we got we got to come in on our toes and you know hit them hit them where it hurt. Yeah, this is uh, uh, it, for a couple of weeks there. We saw Utah State kind of be challenged with trying to stop the run. But with Hawaii and then what's going on this week with New Mexico State, it's more of a challenging with trying to stop the pass. And that puts you and your unit a little bit more on your toes, right? Yeah, it definitely do. Um, they throwing the ball over our head. They take chances over, over top. So, I mean, we prepare, we're going to be prepared for that. And also, stopping the run is going to be always going to be the number one. So, I mean, it's all around just working on getting better and fixing the mistakes that we make. And then the last question, just kind of personally, what was it that uh, attracted you to come to Utah State? Uh, I'm an outdoorsman, so it's beautiful out here when I seen it. Uh, I never really traveled as a kid, so this is my first time ever just traveling and getting on a plane. So when I got here, it's beautiful. My mom loved it. Uh, it was just an overall beautiful place, man. I just wanted something different from where I was, where I was already from. So, I mean, it was different. It was beautiful, so I chose to come here. Awesome. Well, uh, Johnny Carter, best of luck this weekend. Thank you. That's a Johnny Carter with Eric uh, in yesterday's practice. Guy's been a defensive menace. When him... And, and if Byron Vaughn can stay healthy, those two guys can cause a lot of chaos and, and, and heck for any opponent. Uh, Vaughn's had a phenomenal oh game. Oh, my gosh. He was, he was superb. Clearly he was his healthy. Best. Yeah, his best game in an Aggie uniform. But the uh, uh, Carter, he's been fun. Uh, great big personality. Uh, I think he's really come on lately. He's uh, been a lot more aggressive uh, defensively. He's uh, he's credited with one sack. He's got two interceptions. Uh, he recovered an onside kick. He's forced to fumble. I mean, the guys, he's been all over the place. And that's just mostly in the last, what, two, three games? It's been phenomenal watching his just all of a sudden coming out party for Utah State defensively. And, look, he's he's got a big role to continue to play on that USU secondary because they're going to face some other teams that have a passing attack. They're going to threaten the Aggies. So he's got to be on point. All right, next up is the uh, head nacho of the offense, and that would be Logan Bonner, who throughout the season has battled some injuries, got back to looking like he's healthy, but has been beat up some more. But he's hanging in there, and he's got his team on the verge, hopefully, of uh, or at least on track to a Mount West Conference championship appearance. Here is Logan Bonner with Eric. Logan Bonner having a great year for Utah State. Um, and uh, would you say last week was was that one of your better games in your football career? How would that rank in uh, games that you've played at the collegiate level? It's definitely up there. I thought we uh, had a good plan and executed it to the best of our ability. And the guys did a great job bailing me out in certain situations. And the O-line played great. So overall, it was a great win. I think that it's definitely up there. Uh, you're, I mean, what those wide receivers are doing, I mean, the, the catch radius for some of these guys is pretty hot, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, just speak to the, the wide receivers you've been able to throw to and just kind of their progression so far this season. Absolutely. They work their butts off every day. I mean, you see, if you're out here at practice, you would understand they're flying around every, every rep and, and on game day, it's just it's a showing of what they do during the week and the, all the preparation they did in the summer. So I think they're doing a really good job. How do you feel about where this team is right now? I mean, eight games into it, you're bowl eligible. Those are big things, but still four games left to go. How do you feel about the team and how things are progressing so far this season? I think we uh, we do a really good job of learning from our mistakes from the past week and, and executing better. I think we have a lot of learning opportunities in the last few games, and I think that we've overcame that in the last game. And so we're just uh, trying to get one degree better every day. 
How do you feel about your progression personally under this coaching staff? Certainly you're familiar with the coach and some people on the staff, but mm-hmm. integrating into this system with these players in this environment, how do you feel like your personal growth has kind of progressed? I think I'm growing every day. I think I'm trying to get better at certain things that I look at and I self-scout every day and try to grow each and every day. So I think that overall I'm doing a really good job of just trying to get uh, better every single day. What do you see out of this New Mexico State team? This is a team that's played a lot of Mountain West teams, maybe some opponents that you've already faced as well. Kind of what do you see out of New Mexico State? Yeah, I've played them a couple of times being in the Sun Belt um, when they used to be in the Sun Belt. And so they have always played hard. They're really, they're really good at flying around to the ball and making plays, and I think they're really disciplined in the defensive end, and they play really hard. So it's going to be a great challenge for us. You played a game in their stadium? I did. How'd well, that go? It was good. We won. We won. It was good. <laughs> That's good. So uh, some some of these guys on this team, they haven't made that trip to Las Cruces. I mean, New Mexico State used to be in the WAC with USU or in the Sun Belt. I mean, there's some familiarity there historically, but certainly it's been a little while. So anything you're telling guys before this trip? Just bring your own juice. It's a little different environment than what we're used to, and, and they're, they're really good at playing in it. Um, they love to compete against the best teams that they play. They're going to give us everything we got, so we should be ready to uh, come ready to play. And then finally, I know there's been some injuries on that offensive line and there's been some shuffling around a little bit, but guys are starting to come back and still with the changes that have been made, you guys are still moving the ball. You're still pushing the ball, running the ball well. Kind of speak to that offensive unit, offensive line unit in front of you. Yeah, I think the guys do a really good job of the guys that aren't in in practice and then they know that when a guy goes down, it's next man up. We can't afford to lose games or, or drop off. So I think the guys that have rotated in, um, done a really good job of just stepping up and making it making it seem like there's no drop off. Awesome, Logan Bonner. Best of luck this weekend. Appreciate. It. I don't know if he had any breath left after all those questions, but he survived. <laughs> Logan Bonner with Eric Franson, the quarterback for the Utah State Aggies. Well, look, when practice was over, uh, the, the all the quarterbacks got together and they're they're doing different calisthenics and dropping down and doing push ups and doing <laughs> uh, crunches and. By the time Logan came over to me, he was just dog tired and he was trying to catch his breath. I had to let him sit there for a minute before <laughs> I could ask him any questions, and he did his best to make his way through it. But look, that was a great game for him last week against Hawaii. Um, I mean, he had some great reads, was clean on throwing the ball, didn't turn it over. You need to see more of that. Uh, play within the system. You don't need to try to force it, especially against. You know the defense you're going to face this week. Um, let let your let your playmakers do what they do best. Get the ball to them and then let them go to work. So, uh, but look, Logan Bonner doing a great job in an Aggie uniform, and uh, it's been a great addition for Utah State offensively, driving the ball down the field. He's a gunslinger. He's a gamer. He wants to keep pressing to make things happen for his offense. So, uh, it's it's been fun to watch what he's been able to do for USU so far this year. All right, uh, finally, we talked a little bit about it already, or at least teased it, but there is a history for Blake Anderson with New Mexico State. He talks about that history and how it all came about. You know, I've been there a lot, to be honest with you, from Middle Tennessee to Lafayette to Southern Miss uh, to Arkansas State. I, I don't know. I was telling I'm not sure I've played on the road at any place any more than I've played there. And, and what I've always noticed is, a group that just, I mean, honestly, just plays you very, very hard. It's its not a great, easy trip, as I mentioned. It, 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 it's a challenge. It's not just fly in, 
and, and drive across town. You're, you're on the bus for a while uh, coming out of El Paso. Uh, the weather can be, the wind can get bad uh, on you and blow, make it a challenge. But the, the thing I think, and Doug does a great job of this, is his kids play hard and, and they're going to play. They, they're used to playing, um, you know, as underdogs a lot. They're not typically favored. They're okay with that. They're play from behind a lot. They're okay with that. And, and they're, they'll throw the ball around on you. And, and if you're, you know, you're one tackle away from being behind real quickly. 37-31, I think, to, to San Jose, uh, late in the fourth quarter, still tied with Hawaii. That kind of tells you all you need to know, man. You, you've got to go play good ball, and, and they're not afraid of the moment at all. And, and I think Doug does a really, really good job in a tough environment. So um, I'll try to explain that as best I can to our guys and prepare them, and we got to go down there and handle our business. Yeah, this New Mexico's team, New Mexico State team really hasn't been blown out a lot. They only have one win on the year, and that was to a lower division team. But they did get blown out in the opener against UTEP. They lost by you know, 20 points to Hawaii the first time they played them. Um, but they've been they've been competitive in a lot of these games. Almost every game that they've played, they've been competitive and they've been in it. So Utah State, like, we would love to say have the Aggies up with a huge lead in the first half. But this New Mexico State team, I don't get the sense this is a team that's just going to roll over and just quit. Based on what we've seen so far, they're going to keep coming at you. So defense, even if the offense gets this nice big lead, the defense can't relent and let up and give them hope. Let's get to your guys' text messages. We'll take a break. 4781 is continuing the roast that is be, uh, we are celebrating here in this hour. Ajay's hate for the Jazz is like diarrhea. Just runs and runs. It's not hate, you guys. <laughs> Don't get mad at me because I'm right all the time about the Utah Jazz choking in the playoffs. 2787. Give Ajay a break. He gets more confused than a mosquito in a machine factory, and that makes him a madder than a midget. With a yo-yo. Be nice to the little fella. Wait. Madder than a... That's interesting. 7994. He's already... He's already gotten too many roasts. I think that's supposed to be a mannequin. Wait, what? A mis- more confused than a mosquito in a mannequin factory? Oh. I never heard of that. I haven't heard of that either, but... I can see don't how ever, a mosquito could be confused. Don't ever use it, Eric. It's going to go suck blood, and it's and there's nothing there. Suck blood and the juice and the verve like a vampire. <laughs> 7994, what is the difference between Cody the intern and AJ? Cody will have AJ's job next year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not letting him come back, I heard. Oh. <laughs> uh, 9948, AJ go bungee jumping. Your life started because of malfunctioning rubber. It might as well end the same way. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that was actually kind of good. That was really good. 9315. Eric, can you ask AJ to explain the situational punting in the New Mexico State game? Or do we need AJ Knight to come host the show? Well, AJ Knight will be here tomorrow with myself. Eric will be absent. Well, so he'll be here tomorrow. I'm not talking about situational punting ever again. No one wants to ever hear about situational punting. Oh, shut it. No one ever did want to hear about situational punting. You know, I punting. just wanted to know how it actually worked. That's all I was Your asking. One chance to be a big shot. Oh, Eric, I, I was a big shot. I just wanted to know hey, about uh, a couple questions. Coach Wells. Oh, do you know what? Shove it. Tell me about... Uh, do you know what? No. Do you want me to do? I'll, situational punting. No, I'll grab the audio. We'll play it here on the show. 
scratching head. I really need to sound smart. Okay. <laughs> Shove it. Uh, four seven eight one. Audrey probably thinks he has two right hands since he always is right. <laughs> Couldn't be more wrong than a monkey in the lawnmower. <laughs> okay. I get a lawnmower. I'm sorry, I've never heard some of these things. All right, we gotta take a break. Coming back, we're gonna wrap up the full court press here, uh, and then uh, get you ready for Thursday's show. It's all coming up on one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fan. I'm Nate Kreckman. This week in the Mountain West, the conference gets two teams into the CFP rankings, with Fresno State and San Diego State both cracking the top 25. Plus, Boise State head coach Andy Avalos tells us about his first season leading the Broncos, and we check in with San Jose State to talk about a proud program's resurgence. It's all this week here on the Mountain West Radio Network. Friday afternoon during the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. In this competitive job market, TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to $17 to $20.90 per hour depending on position and shift, plus a $2,000 retention bonus after 180 days of employment. That's right, a $2,000 bonus. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for day, swing, overnight and weekend shifts. Open positions include controller, wastewater treatment engineer, director of maintenance, production associates, machine operators, maintenance technicians and cam operators. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to learn more about our open positions. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. After six months of employment, you are eligible for tuition reimbursement for full and part-time employees. You are also eligible immediately for health insurance, 401k, paid life and short-term disability insurance, plus quarterly and annual bonuses, and much more. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to apply. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical, we bring The Elements Restaurant is serving a plated Thanksgiving dinner this year with all the holiday classics. Herb roasted turkey breast with a sage turkey gravy, garlic whipped potatoes, and whipped sweet potatoes, traditional cornbread stuffing, and delicious warm rolls. And for dessert, choose between pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple pie galette. Let the Elements serve your family a delicious Thanksgiving feast while you spend the day enjoying family and friends. Primetime fills up quickly. Reserve online today at theelementsrestaurant.com or call 750-5171. T-shirts are more popular than ever. The one that has the perfect statement or a -a one-of-a-kind design. They really do make you look. Great Basin Graphics has the best screen printers and equipment creating custom, retail-quality shirts at great prices. Employees look great and clients will always wear high-quality T-shirts advertising your product or service. Great Basin Graphics design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I could be chasing, but my time would be wasted. Full Court Press, Eric France and Ozzy Salveson here on 106.9 The Fan. We're cleaning up the show for you, getting you ready for Thursday's show. 4781's been on fire. <laughs> like, if there's yes. anyone who's taking advantage of this roast, 4781... 
has been able to do so with some good ones. Deserves a gold star. Before uh, we get to the latest from 4781, uh, I don't want to say that we forgot about 2305 and the question that was posed, but... Eric forgot I about 2305. So yeah. I did the research during the break. Uh, the question was, what is the combined record of teams that Utah State has beat it, beated, defeated? I'm, I'm taking that audio. <laughs> and what's the combined record of teams that the Aggies have lost to? So the combined record of teams that Utah State has defeated is 21 and 29. The combined record of teams that have defeated the Aggies is 11 and 6. Uh, UNLV really brings those numbers down on the one side because they're 0 and 8. But uh, there you uh, have it. Utah State 21 and 29 in, uh, in their opponents who, uh, who with victories that the Aggies have, and then uh, 11 and 6 in their losses. By the way, I got a I got a direct message on Twitter from somebody, and it says that Johnny has two interceptions. That Boise State was his first. So we had the first one, and then he had the one against. I think it was was a diving one against. Uh, Oh, who was it, man? Not, not, uh, was it Hawaii? No. Who do you have a pick against the week before that? Or was that Hawaii? Uh, I'm trying to look that up. Johnny had a pick. Boise State. And I can't remember the other one, doggone it. I swear he has two interceptions. You might be right. He has two He does have two picks this year, yeah. Okay. Yep. He is credited with two interceptions. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, we uh, will finish up this roast hour here. If you got any roasts, get them in right now. 435-339-0321-4781. Will, will start talking like the Joker. You want to know how I got these scars? And Eric will say, you do realize those are stretch marks. <laughs> Man, that's brutal. 4781. Ajay hates the minivan, Nying, so much because watching him run reminds him of when he played t-ball when he was younger. Big head, little arms. <laughs> Dude, I had speed, though. Brutal. And that's something that George Ying does not have. Uh, by the way, Carter had an interception against Colorado State and against Boise State. Did he have one against Colorado? All right. There you have it. Yes. Hmm. Yes, he did. Uh, Eric, anything else you want to talk about with this New Mexico State team? Uh, you, uh, just anything that kind of stands out to you? Well, it, I think Coach Anderson is right. Like he's you got to keep the team focused. This would be a terrible time to lose a game that you have no business losing to lose your focus and not keep the pedal down. Um, the, love to see another complete game offensively, defensively, special teams. Um, this, this New Mexico state state team likes to throw, uh, throw the ball around a lot. Um, and, uh, they, they can get into the end zone. They do have a few guys that can get after you defensively, but the Utah state, uh, just team overall is much better than New Mexico State, and they have to play like it. They should. And then let your second and your third unit guys get minutes. Give them reps. Play well early so that your the rest of your team can get some quality reps. It's Those are great building blocks for the future of the team. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing is just get some kids some reps here. Like get them get them some snaps in, get them a feel for it. I, I hope Peasley gets to play a little bit, right? I, I mean, agree. he had such a rough, rough ending. Put for last him. week behind him. Yeah, and just let him go out there and chuck it around, get some confidence back. I would love to pe- see Peasley get a few get a few snaps in him. So yeah, uh, that that's my hope. So for you guys him. like uh, you know, Travis Van Leeuwen get some 
Oh, yeah. Travis Van Leeuwen's another one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric will be after tomorrow. AJ Nat will be here with me on tomorrow's show. We'll go through pick six. We'll get through uh, uh, a few other things. We'll talk to you, Utah Jazz basketball and much, much more. Not a lot on the NBA docket tonight, is there? Like Dallas and San Antonio, yuck. Charlotte, Golden State, no thank you. Jazz are at Atlanta tomorrow. And they're playing right now, actually, against the uh, Brooklyn Nets right now, up by four with about six left in the first quarter. So they'll be on a uh, back end of a back-to-back against Utah. Interesting. Is that in Atlanta? It is. Yeah, that's it right. Is. So it's a shortened our show. That's right. Yep. That absolutely is right. All right. Hey, uh, let's see. Four, seven, eight, one. One more rose to get in. I'll try to challenge you to a game of one-on-one basketball. I'll play from my knees so we will be eye level with each other. I'm only five six. <laughs> okay, you guys. Uh, You're just bullies. That's awesome. Just absolute bullies. Why don't we do this every week? Well, you're going to lose pick six, so it's on you next week. Good night, everybody. 